Hello, hello. We welcome you today to Love is Spoken Queer, Gospel Topics, LGBTQ Plus Voices. I'm Dustin Larson. And I'm Renee Hernandez. And listeners, it's been a while, but we are back for bonus note number eight, Voices of the Restoration. For a little bit, I thought that they had like fallen off or they'd gone into their own section, but here, lo and behold, we have another one for this week. And so this week, I think there's two of them. There's two testimonies of the vision. So Renee, who would you like to start off with for reading? I would love to do Phoebe. So can you start with Wolford? Yes. So here we go. So we are going to do Voices of the Restoration, Testimonies of the Vision, starting with Wilford Woodruff. Wilford Woodruff joined the church in December 1833, nearly two years after Joseph Smith and Sidney Rigdon received the vision recorded in Doctrine and Covenants 76. He was living in New York at the time and learned about the vision from missionaries serving in the area. Years later, he spoke of his impressions of this revelation. I was taught from my childhood that there was one heaven and one hell, and was told that the wicked all had one punishment and the righteous one glory. When I read the vision, it enlightened my mind and gave me great joy. It appeared to me that the God who revealed that principle unto man was wise, just, and true, possessed both the best of attributes and good sense and knowledge. I felt he was consistent with both love, mercy, justice, and judgment. I felt to love the Lord more than ever before in my life. The vision is a revelation which gives more light, more truth, and more principle than any revelation contained in any other book we ever read. It makes plain to our understanding our present condition, where we came from, why we are here, and where we are going to. Any man may know through that revelation that his part and condition will be. Before I saw Joseph, I said I did not care how old he was or how young he was. I did not care how he looked, whether his hair was long or short. The man that advanced that revelation was a prophet of God. I knew it for myself. So Renee, thoughts? Okay, thoughts are very similar to what he said. That's kind of the same idea I had when I was investigating the church, is that the visual idea of who Jesus Christ, the Heavenly Father, was, was very different than what I had been raised to understand in the Catholic Church. And that, for me, matched up more with my own personal thoughts on what the Lord should be like, because I always felt like He needed to be as loving, but balanced the love, the mercy, the justice, and the judgment. And it just felt visually like that is the Lord that I've always known my whole life. Like there was that part of me that knew. And I love that the vision provided this understanding for Wilfred Woodrow. For me, it was the seeking of the question and, you know, everything else I've learned since then. So for me, that's the kind of prompt. It just made me reflect a little bit on my own journey and experience and how for me too, it was like this idea of change of who I thought. I might teach what I've been taught and then what was being newly formed in my mind and my heart and how I felt it rang so much more true to my own existence than anything else I'd ever heard before. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. To me, it makes me think of how the vision that Joseph Smith had, it paints a more perfect picture of what God is. And the God that is painted is one that loves all his children regardless and judges them justly, loves them justly, loves fiercely. And That should give us as queer people of faith even more comfort knowing that this God isn't one that hates us because that's not who he is. It's a God that loves us no matter what, created us in his image. And I think it's one that we should strive to be closer to. And I said before that it's a picture of the perfect parent that I feel like this is what parents should strive to be like as well when they have their children, especially queer children, that they're kind of navigating how to 
love them in in a very unique way especially with what the church has to say about their experiences and for queer people out there where they can't find that love from their parents like their parents just won't show them the love that Christ and God does try to find that love from people around you that exemplify what God is because sometimes it's not enough to say well God loves you you need to feel that love on earth as well so seek out that God like love from those around you that you may not be getting from the people that should be giving it to you and that will make you experience and understand God's love a little bit more especially how Wilfred Woodruff was experiencing as well and this is what we can do as a queer community is to love ourselves and to love each other in this Christ-like and this God-like way. So that way we can have a more perfect love that is closer to what God is wanting us to show our, our fellow beings. And I love that. It's like, we find our place better that way by understanding that love that he has for us. You know, we feel less excluded and more involved in the world around us. Yeah, exactly. All right. Moving on to Phoebe. That's okay. So Phoebe, Phoebe, I don't know if it's Phoebe or Phoebe Crosby Peck. When Phoebe Peck heard Joseph and Sydney teach of the vision, she was living in Missouri and raising five children as a single mother. The vision so impressed and inspired her that she wrote the following to share what she had learned with her extended family. The Lord is revealing the mysteries of the heavenly kingdom unto his children. Joseph Smith and Sydney Rigdon made us a visit last spring, and we had many joyful meetings while they were here, and we had many mysteries unfolded to our view, which gave me great consolation. We could view the condescension of God in preparing mansions of peace for his children. And whoso will not receive the fullness of the gospel and stand as valiant soldiers in the cause of Christ cannot dwell in the presence of the Father and the Son. But there is a place prepared for all who do not receive, but it is a place of much lesser glory than to dwell in the celestial kingdom. I shall not attempt to say any farther concerning these things as they are now in print and are going forth to the world. And you perhaps will have an opportunity of reading for yourself. And if you do, I hope you will read with a careful and a prayerful heart for these things are worthy of notice. And I desire that you may search into them for it is that which lends to our happiness in this world and in the world to come. Ah, Phoebes, I totally agree, man. She got it. Like, and I desire that you may search into them for it is that which lends to our happiness in the world in the world to come. I say that about everything. It's like everything in our world, look into it, search it, understand it for yourself. You will be surprised the ways that it can bring happiness into your life. You know what I mean? And shape your world into beautiful things. And especially when they're really like good things that make you happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The queer individual, I'm all for that. Like exploring, like you have no idea. I'm enjoying exploring with my, uh, well, he's officially my boyfriend. So I'll just say it. My, my boyfriend. And so like, yeah. And exploring all that happiness that comes with all that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I love it. So bring it. So Phoebes, I love this. Yeah. My train of thought kind of went all over the place while I was listening to you read. The first thing that really stood out to me is she was a single mother of five and I'm one of five kids. So I know how much of a handful that is. And then that was a unique experience back then. Well, it depending on where you lived and, and, and how her husband died, but that was a unique experience where the single mother of five children is kind of could be seen as outsiders to everyone else who still had their spouse still with them and is still a full family. So looking at her experience as an outsider and then us as a queer person of faith as an outsider, we could really relate to the words that she was speaking of. And then at the very end where she, apparently she got a sneak preview of this revelation from Joseph Smith and Sidney Rigdon before it was published. And so then she's talking directly to us. Like she's literally saying, if you have the chance to read this, which I'm sure you'll be able to do, don't 
take it lightly, really ponder it, really pray on it because it changed my life hearing about this. And I don't want to spoil it for you. So I'm not going to go into much more detail. You need to find it for yourself. And so I love that she's speaking directly to us, whether we're straight, whether we're queer, whether we're of a different experience. And that is exactly what God wants us to do is to find ourselves in the revelations, in the doctrine, in the scriptures. And this is just an invitation from one of the voices of the restoration to do exactly that. She found peace at a time where she was looking for it. And then all she wants to do is to share that peace with those who can benefit from it. Yeah. And even though it's going to be soon to be spread around the world, she's like, I'm going to get a head start and show it to you guys now. Yes. Yes. So listeners out there, if you'd like to join your voices of the restoration to our voices of the restoration to the actual voices of the restoration, feel free to send them into lovespokenqueer at gmail.com, or you can send us a direct message through Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And so the last thing we have to do is to just thank our listeners for listening and to remember to always be true to you. And love one another. Until the next bonusode. Bye. You've just listened to another episode of Love is Spoken Queer. If you want to join in on the conversation, feel free to send us an email at our Gmail account, which is lovespokenqueer at gmail.com, or send us a direct message on our social channels. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you really love our episodes and our show, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That is the fastest way for us to share our words with everyone out there. So again, thank you for listening.